You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, he's got a neat story, man. He really does. Super nice guy. Uh, and I think Braves fans are going to be happy uh, when he takes over the calls. Again, they'll have four games down there at spring training, he said, in late March, Mike. And that's the first time I think we'll get a chance to him see him and Frenchie. Right. Remember, guys who play the Madden game, he's the voice of Madden taking over for Jim Nance years ago when he was here at Tech and he does Big Ten. The guy's been a very busy dude all the while. Kept his home in Atlanta. So as Carl said, online at odyssey.com. But really good dude and a good crew that he gets to work with over there. We know We love those guys. No doubt about it. Go check out the interview. It's online at odyssey.com. Also, we had a chance to talk to Lauren Jabari today about our Hawks. And she flat out said, there's a lot of things that need to happen as we get back to the second half of the season. As we've been talking about the Hawks today, and we had three great calls in the 5 o'clock hour, guys who are hardcore listeners and, more importantly, Hawks fans, and they said, listen, here's how you fix them. And all three of them had different ideas. They were all similar in the fact that they think this, this team needs a new vision, which means coaching. But, Mike, this is what Trey said about the expectation after the All-Star break. And then I'm going to let you hear what he said about last night's game and how the Knicks kind of roughed our Hawks up. But first, what are the expectations after the All-Star break? Uh, I think it's just playing faster. Hopefully we got some more legs under us and we just get, get some rest and uh, guys come back with another uh, boost of energy. And we can, we can uh, now that we've got a lot of games, we should have more chemistry under our belts. It's not like we're starting the season over again. So... Uh, we're able to come out here with more energy in the second half. The game under 500. What are you tired from? You don't play any defense. What are you guys tired from? What? what? I mean, this is the stuff that drives me crazy. Look, and I, I appreciate the texters who said, you know, if he's if this is Nate's scheme and then Trey's production is down, then the scheme is screwed because I need Trey that Trey was what he was two years ago. So whatever that needs to be, whoever the coach can do that, get that. Whatever coach can get that out of Trey. But when I hear Trey talking about, yeah, how are you guys gassed? You played two crap games. You played two effortless games. And before that, you gave up, let's be honest, you beat the Spurs. You gave up 60 of those guys in the first half. One of the worst teams in the league. Yep. You know, I mean, I just, oh, I just, it makes my blood boil. I mean, I just, just once I'd like to hear Trey get a little more angry, just a little more accountability. Like the stuff that DeJounte Murray was saying. I mean, I haven't heard DeJounte say much of that either lately, if I'm honest, Carl. No, uh, we haven't heard, you know, we were we were flat or we didn't yeah. start right. Um, DJ has been very careful in, in saying anything because I think he knows the team is struggling. Um, you Fine. know, I, I, here's, here's where I'm at. And, and I'm going back and forth with a guy named Nate on social media because he's saying, hey, Dukes, did you see, you know, do you realize this, that, and the other? And the this, that, and the other is Nate's rotations, which is something you've talked about. Which I don't understand. That, um, you know, DJ, when he's on the floor, is plus minus. He's not being used incorrectly or not being used correctly. And then he talked about the veteran scoring off the bench. And I said, listen, this is what you guys have to realize about what just happened. Travis Schlink brought in Gallinari and Bogey for bench scoring because he knew that's something we needed. You know who else we added? A veteran named Lou that you guys are very familiar with. We forget about all these pieces that we had when we went on our run. Having those veteran guys that were bucket getters mm-hmm. helped. Now we've got young guys and a coach who may or may not be afraid, Mike, to give them the necessary minutes to develop them because he's not, he's not looking down the bench and going, oh, well, there's a 10-year vet and there's a, a eight- or nine-year vet, and he's not afraid to put them in. So the idea that this team is built 
you know, the right way. I got to tell you, our run and the bench was different than what we currently have and the makeup of it. But I get back to my number one point, Mike, and that is your star has to buy in. I don't believe he has. I don't believe that that has been mm. the wholeheartedness of, hey, whatever you need, Nate, I'm doing. And then, by the way, this is going to trickle down because I've got the balls to tell everybody else this is what we're doing. Stature and size doesn't matter. John Stockton was one tough SOB. Isaiah Thomas was a tough SOB, okay? I don't want to hear about how small you are. It's about the mentality that this is my team. I'm paid the most money, and guess what? This is how we're going to play, and if you're not playing that way, to quote Michael Jordan, then I don't want to play with you. This goes back to the leadership thing, which we brought up a number of times. Now, we did have some OGs on the team. We talked about Solo Hill the year we went to the Eastern that, Conference that was, Finals. That was another guy. You know, and that's this goes back to Schlenk built this. They told Schlenk they wanted DeJounte Murray. Schlenk said the ask is too big, so they fired Schlenk. Well, they moved him out, okay? We're talking semantics. So when we come to the trade deadline, I like Sadiq Bey. It's a nice addition. But they didn't want to go get some guys like the Bucks went and got or other teams went and got because that would have put you over the luxury tax. So, I mean, I don't know if this team was worth trying to make a run for or not. I mean, if I'm Tony Wrestler, I'm saying, what am, I, what am I paying for? But this goes back to our general manager, who's very inexperienced. Travis Schlenk built this thing. Right or wrong about Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hunter, it was his plan. And now we're off script. So I don't know what we're doing here. And then getting back, a bunch of guys, if you missed the calls Carl brought up last hour, there's a lot of great points guys are bringing up. Does Nate just not fit what we're trying to do here? This is the exact opposite of what I thought we were going to get, Carl, with DeJounte and Trey. Didn't we think both guys were going to be successful? Trey's numbers, it's, it's like it's, it's gone reverse of what I expected to see. Why doesn't it fit when it fit before? When he took over, you know what we talked about? He was going to allow Trey to play more open to do more Trey things. That's what happened during the playoff run. Now why isn't it, wor- why isn't it working? We like, definitely like, need a break. I, I, I don't understand But again, that. when you guys get on me for getting on Trey, we need a break. Yeah, take, you took a break against the Nets. I was there. I paid for the freaking tickets. You had a calf contusion. Okay? I mean, give me a break. You know, when you guys get on me for getting on Trey, well, the regular season's kind of boring, and it sure as hell looked like it the way you guys played last year. The leader sets the tone. You guys don't want to hear that. It's gonna. I have to wait for year six or seven for the mature Trey Carl, and that's when that's when Trey will blossom. Well, why do you think Trey's not on the All Star team? I'll wait for it. You think guys around the league don't uh, respect him the way you guys do? What's that about? I want this to work. I want us to be great. We have the talent to be really good, but we haven't seen it. We just haven't seen it consistently. And you had two back to back games. Here's what I'm getting to, guys. It's Dukes and Bella Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And now I want to play this, this New York cut because he was talking about the physicality. Don't make me angry. Uh, it's going to. This is what I'm talking about. We had two games against Charlotte who we should have owed from the last time when they stopped our five-game winning streak. When Trey came into the league, there was something about him taking things personally. Right? There was a time where Jimmy Butler came in and broke him off, and the next time he saw Jimmy Butler, he gave him 45. Like, I'm taking everything personally. Mm-hmm. And my point is, that was a game that you should have shown up because, well, these guys, you know, they snapped our win streak a while back. Everything matters. And then you turn right back around and you give this lackluster performance against the Knicks? That's my issue. It's like, you don't care. And I don't know if that's the case. It's unfair for me to say every guy in that locker room doesn't. I want to believe they do. But whatever is going on, Mike, it's not working. 
Here's what he said about the Knicks. I want to play this for you before you say whatever, because I know you're about to go in. <laughs> but he was asked about the Knicks' physicality last night, and he and Trey, this is Trey, saying, hey, not only did they, they do it, but the refs allowed it. They are I mean, playing physical. You got to give credit to them. They were being physical, and the refs are letting them go on that end. And, I mean, I got John in there with leaving, uh, I mean, banged up and uh, getting elbowed in the face and things like that. They let them play physical, and you got to give credit to them at uh, establishing that tone. And, uh, I mean, they did a good job. Yeah, I mean, again, you, you, you've you been able to beat the Knicks. Now, I know Trey kind of had a stinker up at the Garden, but this would have been three games to one, which we ended up splitting on the season, by the way, with the Knicks with that loss. But what did you expect? That's what the Knicks are. That's their brand. Julius Randle wants to get in there and go Joe Palooka on everybody. Mm. You know, we've always called them fake tough guys. What made the win against the Knicks in the Garden, beating them in five games, was such a statement because they were pushed, they were pushing you guys at halftime. You guys are going to do TV interviews or throwing elbows. That's why. What is this? Is news to you that the Knicks are going to be physical? At least John Collins gave it. He got out there on one good hip and tried to give it a go, and he got thrown around last night. But at least he tried. I mean, that's you know how many guys in the NBA are on this team would have said, "Ah, oh, you know what? I got nine days off. My hip is jacked up. I'm taking the night off." Most. Well, Trey would. Most. Do you guys remember when? Uh... We definitely need a break. <laughs> well, you're going to get one. <laughs> Would you stop it, Turtle? Stop. Do you remember when Capella came on this show and we clowned and we were like, hey, and, and he said, what you going to do about it? That's what Mike's talking about. The Knicks were acting like they were big and bad, right. and that was the playoff series, and he said, what you going to do about it? And we were laughing because he was like, look, these guys are not tough guys. Last night, they looked like tough guys. Right. Guy says, hey, man, we're playing with no heart, no urgency. We didn't get calls. Yeah, you don't get calls because you also get – you guys – they cry like European soccer players cry over calls. That's not right. You know, there's part, part of that also burns you a rep that people don't want to don't hear about. But the other thing is, you've, we already talked about veterans off the bench. Don't, we don't have that. And then I will bring it back to Nate because a couple of callers in the 5 o'clock hour brought up some great points. Guys, I'm not defending. I'm not making this Nate versus Trey. I think Nate's got to go. I think they don't listen to Trey. I'm saying they don't listen to Nate. Trey doesn't lead, but they don't listen to Nate. And Nate's system, we don't even know what it is, Carl. We have no identity on both ends of the court. What's the Hawks' identity? Close your eyes, not if you're driving. What is the Hawks' identity? Points in transition, pick and roll, you know, perimeter jump shooting. What, what's our offensive identity? What are we, what's our calling card? Um, I, I don't know if we it ain't, have It ain't one. defense. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily. Well, that's definitely not defense. What are you going to do about it? Uh, that, thank you, Clint. That, that takes me back. 404-741-0929. So glad Turtle keeps everything. <laughs> Every single soundbite is in that machine. Every, it keeps everything. 404-741-0929. Right, what, do you think a new coach could salvage anything in the remaining 23 games? Well, the only reason I say this is if you were going to – and again, we don't know if this is going to happen. But if you were going to do it, don't wait. It's like if you're going to get a divorce. You know. What you waiting for? Like, oh, I'm going to stay because what you staying for? Like, you know you're not going to be here. You don't want to be here. Why are we waiting? You, Hawks, are wasting our time. If you're going to do this, go ahead and cut the cord now and say, hey, it's not working. We, we had a nine-game, you know, a layoff. We're going to bring in whoever we're going to bring in. And the problem with that, Mike, is whoever they may be targeting, if, in fact, they're targeting someone, which I think they're targeting somebody, may or may not be available right now. And so maybe they're just like, we'll stay the course. But staying the course is just like being in a bad marriage right now. If you think it's over and he's walking afterwards, what are you staying for? Let's move on. Let's make it happen. And let's get ahead of the game. That's the only thing I'm saying if you are for a coaching change. Done. All right. We got more to get to. 
including where our Falcons are headed. Listen, the offseason has officially started. And Mike and I got into a great conversation about some of the things that we want. We can dream. Dream with us. It's Dukes and Bell. 902-2000. Oh, there's so much going on around the NFL. Matter of fact, before we get to our Falcons, Mike was just talking about uh, <laughs> a comment from a uh, former player about Aaron Rodgers going to New York. Yeah, Tiki Barber, uh, in an interview on his podcast, was talking about Aaron Rodgers would not make it with the Jets because the New York media will be too mean and he is too sensitive. Oh. He's soft. And, like, Tiki's famous for, you know, saying things like, the Giants will never win a Super Bowl with Eli Manning. Well, Maybe. You know, it's more about they, they'll win a Super Bowl without you, and that's what, exactly what they did. But – he is. I would agree with Tiki. I think Aaron Rodgers. You know, aside from the national media, you know, who come in when there's a big game. Let's be honest. He's not exactly getting the New York Post and the other eight papers in New York metropolitan area when you're talking about Green Bay, Wisconsin, and all the pressure that comes with that. Which is a lot. Hard questions. And you say something really, you know, sort of. Let's be honest. Nebulous or kind of like vague. That you get a follow up in New York. You get more than one. You're right. You know, and it gets becomes a thing, because they make everything into a thing in New York. Uh- if he goes there, Mike, it's going to be a blank show. It, it really is. So from, he's in from his, that standpoint. Right. He's in his darkness phase right now. Oh, I know. I know. What is it? Day one? Is it day one in the dark yes. dark closet or whatever he's in? <laughs> That's unbelievable. All right. Uh, let's talk about our Falcons. And we sit in the closet. I was thinking of R. Kelly. I, I, I did, too. That's the first thing I thought about. I was like, if it was only in vogue again. Is the midget, is the midget in the closet? Sorry, there's a little person in the closet with him. But I, I, we, we, we can't go there. All right. Um, let's talk about our Falcons. We were talking about dreaming. Let's dream for a minute. Okay. Okay. Game winners on the way. Burger-related, by the way. Oh, cool. Meat. I love meat and burgers. Um, Let's dream. I want you to dream about the position or the player that you think would be the biggest difference maker. Now, here's the deal about this. As we look ahead and we start to talk about some of these players as we get closer to the combine, which is at the end of this month, okay, and we're going to learn more about these players. And I always tell you guys, let let me find out more. Let me talk to people, Mm -hmm. and then we'll see how I'm feeling about certain players. With that said, it can be a quarterback, okay? okay? It can be any position that you desire. If you don't believe in Desmond Ritter and you're saying, hey, listen, four games, I get it. There's all this positive uh, Mm -hmm. vibes around him, but – I just don't think he's the guy. And I told you we could get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Are you pulling the trigger? Let's dream a little bit, Mike. Are you going after, uh, you know, Will Anderson? If you can get him, this Mm. is your dream. So Mm. what is that player that you go, add him to the mix with our Falcons, we're a different team? Ooh, Jalen Carter. Totally agree. Yeah, Jalen Carter. Now, there's only one way that Jalen Carter would ever get to us. That's if everybody went quarterback and you'd have to move ahead of Seattle. You have to trade to four because Seattle's going to probably stick with Geno Smith. But you know what? I know it sounds crazy and it's way early. Mike, the more I look at this, it could happen. You know how these Mm. things go. When you start getting a run on QBs and everybody who has or or should should I say wants one, they start freaking out, right? Carolina's like, oh, we want one of those. I mean, we need to we need to make a trade. And all of a sudden, you could see teams trying to position themselves. We saw uh, the year Jalen Hurts and, and Trevor Lawrence come out. It's four in the top 15. Bo and I and Mike were right. talking about this the other day. Four in the top 15. We could have four 
in the top 10 potentially this year, depending on the needs. I see at least three teams that are going to go quarterback, or at least we believe they are. And again, we mentioned Anthony Richardson. Now, you and I, look, nothing against the kid, but he still needs more polish. He needs another year in college with probably a better offensive coordinator yep. or, or quarterbacks coach to, you know, to, to get the most out of him. But you got mock drafts where Anthony Richardson goes top 10. It's unbelievable. If he goes top six, then we may get a Will Anderson. Or a, I mean, that's that's insane. Or if, imagine if Jalen Carter somehow was available and you could move up a little bit, just two or three spots to get him. What am I missing with Anthony Richardson? I mean, I don't want to yeah. bang on the kid. Bo, come on in here. I it's, don't want to – what am I missing? He's Look, he's a tremendous athlete. He's what everybody wants because everybody wants a Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, although he's more Lamar Jackson to me than Patrick Mahomes. And to me, he's he just – he's so all wildly inconsistent. He's kind of like what Fields looks like right at times with the Bears. But, Squid, you follow the Gators closer than I. What is Anthony Richardson? Uh, I'm, he has no touch on his passes. Okay. So, he, he – actually, to me, he's more like Cam. He's big. Mm. He, he might – He's probably faster in in open field breakaway speed, mm. maybe than Cam was. It's you know, because he can move. the The arm is so so good, but he he Cam could never throw oh, it. Turn, turn the light on so we can see you on Twitch. By the way, you know, you're sitting in the dark. It's like it's like the neighbor on Home Improvement. That's better. Hey, hey, you know what? I was I was born in the darkness. I was molded by it. <laughs> molded by it. I'll do um, analysis in the dark with the, the Batman. The questions I've heard from from Gainesville are, is he coachable? Oh. The, the, I think the biggest issue with Anthony was mm-hmm. people around him. Okay. Um, you know, he didn't like the criticism. He's a Gainesville kid, and I heard he didn't like the criticism of his play, and he felt it was unfair. And I think that was part of the reason for leaving Florida. Mm-hmm. He is just unfinished product, and he has got to have a coach. And, by the way, he's got to sit a year. That 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 takes him. They got to run a certain system, but I think he's more Cam Newton than anyone. Okay, because he'll run yeah. you over. Right, and strong make, arm make and fast. The, make the great like you know, make the sixty yard throw, but miss the guy underneath. Like because Cam would always never set his feet at times. Drive you crazy, no doubt. All right, so and again, I'm not going to rush your judgment on him. I just. If you ask me about these quarterbacks, right? Well, you saw Will Levis in Kentucky in person. What do you think? No, listen, Will Levis's junior season, this was last year, he was unbelievable at Kentucky. And people wonder why there was a drop in production. I'm willing to tell you it was a drop in production because the offense took a step back because the OC left and went to work for Sean McVay. Right. And, and all of a sudden, th- there was a different offense. With that said, Bo, the Anthony Richardson thing, here's the thing. I watched a Utah game early in the season. Kid was incredible. But it was all run. It was all RPO stuff, right? Later in the season when he had to throw the ball against Tennessee. Georgia. They ate him up. Well, and look at Jalen Hurts' first few years. Now, Jalen Hurts did something that, that Anthony could have done if he didn't want to play. He went to an offense that made him throw and made him up, made him up better. The problem that Jalen Hurts had at, at Alabama was he wouldn't pull the trigger. And then going to Oklahoma's offense, he got Forced. that confidence to, to pull that trigger. Yep. Anthony will pull the trigger – but it's just getting that touch on it. I feel like he, he he didn't think the offense was strong suited for him. But if you look at the the Utah game, he did make plays, to your point, with his feet. He made some throws. He had a two-point conversion where he rolled out and he held onto the ball and then, boom, laser in there, and it was a great play. But it's the touch on the small stuff and making those reads, make, learning everything of the game. He really needs some time because if he gets time, he gets with a right coach. Honest to God, if they wouldn't have screwed up the Trey Lance stuff in San Francisco, they might go there. That'd have been the place for him. Right. But but if somebody does what the what Steichen did in, in, in Philadelphia, like with Hurts, where they mix RPO, he gets some good he could be a stud. 
but I don't think he's top ten. I don't know if he's first round right That's now. Where but I'm they've at. got him already. Like for instance, if you watched or read the USA Today breakdown, they got him in the top ten. Yeah, and, and here's the. This is what we're getting back to, folks. As we talk but, about dreaming, if everybody went quarterback, or, or these guys are taking these like leaps of faith with Will Levis and the guy like Richardson, then you can get one of these impact defense. Hell, you know, one of the guys that everyone's talking about is Keon White yeah. from Georgia Tech. The, the thing we're getting to is if there is a run on quarterbacks, right? And he is one of them because he is right now a top five type quarterback, at least in the rankings. We'll see if that still remains when this combine is over. And I think guys like that, here's the thing. They're combine freaks. He's going to go throw the hell out of the football. Mm-hmm. You're going to see his arm strength, and people are going to be impressed. And then he's going to crush the 40 because he's an athlete. Right. And then you're going to go, holy crap, Anthony Richardson's a baller. But he hasn't played quarterback at a high level enough for me to invest in him as a top 10 pick. But here's the deal. San Francisco did it, right? Shanahan, all these coaches, Mike says it all the time. I can fix him. You draft Zach Wilson. You draft a guy who didn't play a whole lot in Trey Lance. And then you find yourself in a situation where it looks okay in the beginning of the season. Now he's hurt. And let's be honest. They're doubting right now whether he's going to be their starter. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was the guy, the babe, the boys, a true freshman, winning the national championship with Clemson. Remember, look, look how lost, like a lost puppy he looked like the first year. Granted, we now later found out Urban Meyer was a, was a hot mess down there. But then you're starting to add weapons, and you bring in a guy like Doug Peterson, and they get it, and you lean on the run game. And then you add, now Calvin Ridley comes back. You watch this guy take off. Said the same thing, and that's the, we're bringing it back to the Falcons and Desmond Ritter. Now, I know Ritter is not as explosive as Jalen Hurts, but they made the moves around Jalen Hurts. It's good to talk to me. You just talked about how. Howie Roseman put and brought weapons in A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith already had a great line. Now, this is a year where we can make similar moves to shore up the offensive line. We've already got a great running back. we got two great receivers talking about Pitts and Drake London. It's just you've seen what, you've seen what uh, you know, these guys have been able to do. I only saw this guy for four weeks. That's why everybody's hit us on the text line. Everyone's saying C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Well, you're not getting Bryce Young because he's going number one. Well, here's the deal. We're dreaming. I can get whoever I want. Who makes the difference? Do you think Arthur is locked into Ritter? I don't think you're locked into anybody. I don't think Talk you, about, not Arthur Blank, but he's not. He said he's not a meddler, but Arthur, Arthur Smith. Smith. Yeah, no, I don't think you're locked into anybody, Mike. He wasn't locked into Matt Ryan when he got here. There were no promises, and there shouldn't be because you got to earn it. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're going to be talking plenty about the draft and certainly the combine here over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm as we find out more about these players. Let's get to tonight's game winner. Hey, man, a uh, little controversy today on the Steakhouse. Uh, Steak Shapiro, Sandra Golden, talking to Mike Conti. Conti jumped in. They were talking about, we got Holman and Finch going in right here at Colony Square. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. One of our favorite burgers. And Steak was asking Mike about Holman and Finch. Steak always has them on their his top ten list. On Atlanta Eats. <laughs> and uh, Conti kind of went, eh. And Steak was incredulous. So, your favorite burger, the number one burger joint now, we're not talking fast food, guys. We're talking, you know, you might even get a white cloth napkin. But a favorite burger in Metro Atlanta, 404-741-0929. We, you and I love the Grindhouse. Those guys are money. We need a Grindhouse on the south side, Carl. Yes, we do. Matter of fact, I need to talk to those guys. Maybe become a franchisee. Hey, that would be bad. I drink all the profits. 404-741-0929, the best burger in Atlanta. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And the winner is... Dukes and Bell, your last chance to sound off on today's show. So don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question. Yeah, a little minor controversy on our mid-morning show with uh, Steak and Sandra in the Steakhouse. Uh, they were talking about uh, burgers and how we got, uh, you know, we got uh, Holland and Finch coming here. We've got great restaurants. Unbelievable scene here where we work at Colony Square in Midtown on 14th. And uh, Mike County was asked about Holland and Finch. Mike was like, eh. And Steak was like incredulous. So, best burger, your favorite burger. What are you talking about? How, how can you... How can I don't understand? How can you be so blase about Holman and Finch, Conti? With all due respect, it's, a, it's amazing. So that's what we're shooting for. Your best burger, by the way, in your neck of the woods. What's the best burger? You know, I was saying this to you. Um, the irony is, I think the burger game has gone up a notch, right? With social media, and I mean this because people are seeing what other what other restaurants are doing, mm. and they're like, "We need to do that." Right. You can go to a not a high end steakhouse, all right, but you can go to a, 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 a just a very reasonable restaurant, and now find a really good burger, Mike, in most right. places around um, the city. There's a place uh, called EZ's by us. They have a really good selection of burgers. Um, but I would tell you if you are asking me, because really what we're talking about is gourmet burgers, right? Gourmet burgers. Yeah, I mean, I just think. You, for instance, like a grindhouse. Brisket and, yeah. and, 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 you know, yeah. stuff mixed in that make them a little bit different. And what are you putting in them or on them? I mean, like, I love sometimes like when you have, like, the cheese-infused yes. burgers, jalapeno, things like that. I know that grind- the place downstairs that we, we – they have a great burger. I just oh, I had it when uh, we Saint, went. Saints and Council. They, they carry our beer. Saints and Council is amazing. Well, remember we yeah. went. Get a Hey Man on Draft. And I, it's gigantic. And big portions, too, oh, by the way. Huge burger. Um, where I live, down on the south side, uh, you go down off the square, it's meet and greet in Noonan. And as lines out the door, Carl, when folks are in there on the weekends, fantastic assortment of burgers. All right, man. Who's up first tonight, Chris? Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. What's your burger, man? What do you got? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, uh, the the Kamano Juana Leah from the Vortex. Chipotle cream cheese, Ooh. jalapeno, pineapple jam. What? Bacon on Texas toast. Come on now. Oh, my. Come on, son. Yeah, man. I miss the Vortex. I used to live up. I lived like literally. At the, you remember when I lived right down the street? Like 150 feet from the, you know, I could walk out my front door. I had five guys. I had the salad place at Vortex. How many times do you think the salad place got the best? <laughs> hey, man, who's up next, Chris? Josh. Hey, Josh, best burger in your guesstimation in Metro Atlanta? 
Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, you know, I was going to say the Vortex, too, but I guess second to that, I'm going to go with uh, Old Reliable, the Grindhouse. Yeah, man. We love the Grindhouse. I always get the double. I mean, I'm pretty simple, but do you have a favorite burger at the Grindhouse, by the way? Uh, yeah, I, give me a double. Uh, Grindhouse sauce. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'm, oh, I tell you what, too. Give me, give me half and half. All right. right. Crinkle fries. Right. <laughs> give but, me the, the half and half basket with the onion rings. You want to go on? And give me that shake with that bourbon in it, Bo. Now you got to get the vodka, Carl. Oh, man, it's mm. so good. Hey, man, who's up next, Chris? Swede. Hey, man, what do you got for the best burger? Hey, man. Hey, First man. of all, I just want to say, I couldn't get on yesterday, but I have to tell you, I photographed Raquel Welsh in 1982. She was lovely. She was charismatic, uh, charismatic besides being gorgeous, but she was a lovely person. Oh, my man. favorite burger, my favorite burger has got to be a, uh, a a bacon cheeseburger with lettuce, onion, and tomato. But uh, God bless you, Raquel Welsh. Thanks, guys. Right you get your show. For those who don't know, Sweet also photographed OJ and Nicole's wedding. So he was a photographer in Southern California. Uh, Raquel, which Maximum Bob, by the way, our good buddy who worked for Procter and Gamble, and yeah. I guess did some ad campaigns. She went by Rocky. You called her Rocky when you talked to her. Interesting. Very hey, cool. Do we need to have Sweet on? I think Sweet may have, to come in, may have to come in studio. Yeah, he's and uh, bring the photos. We can put them on the website. Uh, he's not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> well, bring the Raquel Welch photos for me to enjoy. He's an interesting dude, man. He really is. Yeah. Uh, a loyal listener, but like his intersections with life. Right. There's a really lot of layers to yeah. Sweet, I think. Yeah. Hey, man, I just thought of it. Uh, buddy of ours bartends over there, Atlantic Grill, Atlantic Station. It's great. They do that half and half burger. With like, was it? Was it, off the hell? It's like a. They, they use like uh, it's burger and steak and I forget what the hell. It's really good. Try it. Last time I was in there, they were they they told me to give you a big shout out. I yeah. went over the across the street over there and I was getting a haircut that day right. and, and they were like, "Man, where's Mike?" Because you know everybody thinks right. we live together. <laughs> everybody thinks Carl. I, we get off the radio show and we're like Ernie and Bert and we sleep in, <laughs> in twin beds. Who's up next, Chris? Michael, best burger in your guesstimation around town. What you got? Hey man. Hey man. Hey, best burger at town, Vortex, single coronary bypass. Yes. I love the bi- the coronary bypass. I love it. I used to get I used to get that at night, late night when I lived in Midtown, and then the rest in the morning, Carl, get the egg on top, fantastic. Oh, I love the egg on top. Can't go wrong. I like adding the egg on top. Right. Some places allow you to do it, but right. yeah, that's good stuff. Hey, man, who's up next, Chris? Lynn, best burger in the A. What you got? Hey, man. Hey, hey man. man. Hey, um, I got this off Alton Brown from Good Eats. The Sloppy Slunga Burger at the Red Eye Mule in Marietta. It's on the 120 loop. Oh. They got a velvet painting of him up in that mug and everything. I'm right? familiar with it. I've oh. seen Yeah, right there as you make that turn, right? You go, uh, you, mm. you take it back towards West Marietta, right? Is he still there? He's yeah. gone. Oh, I think I know uh, where A couple of guys about. on the text line say Bocado, Milton Parkway, Alpharetta. I'm not familiar with that because I don't. I'm not, I never. I, I got to get up there. There's so much stuff going on up that neck uh, of the woods. I may be yeah, I may be. John Chuckery's up there. He's popping up there, man. Yeah, that's um, uh, the 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 outdoor mall and all that. That's right. Like Avalon. 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 It's yeah, at Avalon. Yeah, Avalon. And, and there is some great thing. spots over there. Oh too. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if we get a hockey team put the arena up there. I know. Neither can I. Anyway, <laughs> what's going on, John Chuckery? What do you got going well, on tonight? Not much. Uh, first off, the Vortex is my favorite burger in, yeah. uh, in Atlanta. But our friends over at Grindhouse and Lucky's. Mm. Uh, Incredible. Stuff, uh, oh, yeah. Lucky's. I forgot to yeah. mention right. Lucky's yeah. in, uh, yeah. in Roswell. Yep, yep. Great call. Uh, they got they got 
they got Roswell, they got uh, Brookhaven, That's they true. got uh, and you, and you can by bring, Emory. And you can bring your pets. Yes. yes. Which I love. They, yeah. have a, they have a, a great outdoor patio to bring all the dogs they uh, do. in. So uh, We'll talk, uh, obviously, about the Atlanta Hawks. I was on last night after the game. and that Oh, that was enjoyable. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to throw a shoe at somebody. But anyway, uh, we'll talk to our buddy Eric Edholm. We'll talk some like. NFL draft with him. And later on this evening, we will talk with Grant McCulley. We'll uh, get some updates down in Florida from him. So, Full show tonight and tomorrow, so we're good to go. All right, man. Stay, Fine. Stay tuned. John Chuckery's coming up. Let's get out of here and clear out. Throw. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing another two hours. I want to go home. I you got to start say. over. Yeah, I got fe- to feed the dog. <laughs> Wait a minute. What, what are we doing here? I got plans. Hold on. That is a rare misstep. Chris wow. is money back here. That Chris is had a, a rare perfect, misstep. You know, we just assume Chris is giving you a no-hitter. Now, not every day is a perfect game, but there goes the no-hitter. All right, let's talk about mm-hmm. who came on the show today. Uh, big shout-out to Lauren Jabara. She came on. Uh, she's taking some time off. She said, I need it. Right. As uh, She does the sidelines, guys, for Bally Sports, covering our Braves. Or, or not our Braves, but our uh, Hawks. Uh, Brandon Gauden is going to be covering our Braves. He's our new play-by-play voice for right. Valley Sports and Valley Sports Southeast. Check out the interview. Very interesting story behind uh, how he grew up being a Braves fan and now he's going to get to call the games. Also, you heard from Chipper Jones, who was on the Steakhouse. Hey, tomorrow it's Friday! Not really. It's Friday! Hey, I was waiting for you to well, come no, on. I'm already out. You know, again, when we go on vacation, you know the drill. You check out, yeah. I check out, I've already checked out. Yeah, it's all good. We're going to have a great going show. We're out of town tomorrow night. We're going to have But a- I'm going to re-energize. I'm ready, baby. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I've you heard that. Like Trey, you know, Carl, regular week is hard. I, I understand. The weekends are much better. Hey, uh, we're going to have a big show. Tailgate at home as well. Chuck Smith's going to stop by. Uh, we will uh, chase down some other guests, too, guys. We're chasing down some other guests as we head towards the weekend. So make sure you're here at 2 o'clock tomorrow. All right, we got to get out of here, man. Uh, Chris, great job. Except for that last part, Turtle. Uh, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Mm. You know I had to bust your balls. Right. Uh, thank you, Bo. Mike Bell, clear your throat. Hey, man, uh, NASCAR season begins in earnest uh, this week. We had qualifying last night. Alex Bowman, who's always fast at Daytona. Tonight we get the dual races, Carl, to set the field for the great American race. I love Formula One. I'm a Formula One junkie. I think NASCAR has been making some really good decisions. The tracks they're going to, the events like out at the Coliseum. Hopefully NASCAR can continue to build their own momentum, and it starts tonight. Mm. Hey, guys, it's plain and simple for me. If your star doesn't buy in, your team won't. When you have championship-caliber teams, it starts with your stars, and your stars set the tone for everything else. They don't have to be great at everything, but the one thing they have to be great at is leadership. If we don't get that, we're not going anywhere. Hey, if you love the show, you tell your friends. If you don't, you get nothing. (laughs) Definitely need a break. I mean... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.